0: Let's pick up on the Aflamic Gimel, We gave Thursday night off to the Chazara. We had that from the one Mishnah. for one Mishnah to the next Mishnah was basically a blot. just took one night to do Chazara. Obviously, we'll do more Chazara for sure. But let's go a little weiter. We'll pick up just at that last piece of the Gemara from last week, and then we'll go weiter with the new Mishnah. So, Aflam Gimel, Amit um, about five lines before the Mishnah, there's a dot in these Gemaras. Towards the bottom, about five lines before the Mishnah, the Gemara says The end of the line says "Toner Hutar Igudo Biyamtiv." We know we, our lulav, we tie our lulavim. Whether you hold tzarich eged or you don't hold tzarich eged, even if you hold in tzarich eged, we said mitzvah Right, even if it's not required, it's certainly recommended. It. Yes. It's a good thing to do. So let's say "Hutar Igudo," the bundle, the tie became undone. So your tie fell off. So now your your lulav bundle fell apart, the Amtefanyatis. So what do you do? Tie it like a vegetable bundle, which we described like a vimple. You just wrap it around and tuck in the ends and finish. You're not tying any knots. You just wrap it around, tuck in the end, and done. The Gemara calls it a, or the so calls it a, a vegetable bundle. The Gemara wants to know, why do you have to do that? why don't you bow it into a bow just to translate the word bow it into a bow, tie it into a bow what's wrong with making a bow because we know by Hilcha Shabbos we're not allowed to make a, or a kesha shal Um you're not allowed to make a nod you're not allowed to make a knot. however, we also know that on Shabbos we are allowed to make a... Sorry, let's back up a step Bryce says it became untied, why don't you just retie it? Because you can't make a knot on Yantif, right? That was the starting point that I didn't even say. You're not allowed to make a knot on Shabbos and Yantif. We know that. So that's why if your Lula became undone, you're not allowed to tie it back because you're not allowed to make a knot on Shabbos or Yontif. So the want wants to know. <coughs> why don't you just make a bow? Because a bow you are allowed to make on Shabbos and Yantis. <coughs> so why doesn't the Bryce say? Tie it into a bow. Why does the Brysa say just wrap it around and tuck it in? Why doesn't the Brysa just say make it into a bow? So the Gemara says the reason the Gemara does not say that is because the reason the Brysa does not say to make it into a bow is because Hamani, who is the Brysa? Who's speaking in the Braisa, or who's shita is in the Braisa? Rabbi Hudahi, It's shita's Rabbi Yehuda. The Amr Rabbi Yehuda says, Aniva kshiramal yasihi. Rabbi Yehuda holds that an aniva, a bow, is a kshiramal It's a full-fledged knot. In other words, just like you're not allowed to make a knot on Shavaz and you're also not allowed to make a bow. Rabbi Yehuda does not allow you to make a bow, and therefore the Braisa does not tell you to make a bow, because the Braisa is Rabbi Yehuda. That's why the Braisa says, make it look like a Shal Yarek, just wrap it around and tuck it in. <coughs> to which Shikimara says, hold on a second In Rabbi Yehuda If the Raysa is Rabbi Yehuda speaking Or at least the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda so Then Eged Malyasabai So then you should have to make a full-fledged bow uh, A full-fledged um, bundle A full-fledged tying Because Rabbi Yehuda holds Lulav Tzarach Eged and Rabbi Yehuda's shita would be that, you, that a gudasoyerek, just wrapping it around and tucking it in, tucking it in, is insufficient. That does not rise to the level of igud, of a bundle, of tying it. So if it's Rabbi Yehuda, then wrapping it around like a vegetable bundle wouldn't be sufficient anyway. So if it's Rabbi Yehuda, then he wouldn't allow this anyway. So what's going on here? So Nigmara says, no. Hi, Tana, this Tana of the Braisa, he holds the Kabbal in regards to one issue, meaning when it comes to what is muter or aser on Shabbos Niyunte. When it comes to tying, he holds the that tying a bow is aser. That's why he does not recommend making a bow, because he holds a rabbi that They are not allowed to make a bow on Shavu Senyotas. However, he disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda On the other issue, when it comes to the lulav, he disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda that tsaruch Eged, meaning he holds ain't tsaruch Eged. So therefore, he says, you cannot make a bow, because a bow is usur. because so I hold a rabbi Huda. But you don't have to really do that much, because I do hold a rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to tying the lulavs. So therefore, ain't tsaruch Eged. We're just tying it to make it look nice. So and to get the Zekhali Van you don't have to make a full knot or even a full bow. Just wrap it around and you're and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, okay. Zak The Mishnah tells us, Arava Gizula. A stolen Arava via short ray dried out. Arava. Zula, they are we're going to have the same kind of pattern that we've had in the previous Mishnayos. Shall Asherah, the Dachas, a Rava from an Asherah tree or from an Irni Dachas, so a city that everyone worshipped the Zara. Sula it's possible. Just luchazar again. We know these reasons already. We've had them several times. A stolen arava is no good because it's lacking in lachem. doesn't belong to you. We know kachtem yeah. lachem a good does it. lahem lachem you have to take darbaminim um, has to be lachem has to belong to you. And a stolen arava does not belong to you. Same thing with that with the lulav and the hadassim and everything. The um, avesha dried out is no good because it's not harder. And those are no good because since they are required to be burned, so therefore it's they don't they don't exist. Or there's no she'ar; they don't meet the requisite she'ar that it needs to be to do the mitzvah of Aramina if the top of the arava is clipped off, the top of it is chopped off, or aleha the leaves the leaves are torn off. Again, the same achlokas we had by other, um, meaning whether it means that they're actually torn off of the branch, or even if they're sort of torn down the middle but still attached, it's a little beyond our scope, but just keep in the back of your head whatever. Nifritsu, there is a achlokas for shown, them whether it means torn off altogether or just sort of ripped down the middle, but they're still actually there. Um, Safzufa Rashi tells us, and the Gmur is going to talk about it, is a tree similar to an arava tree. To an arava tree, it's another kind of willow. However, the leaves are not long and narrow um, like our aravas; they're short and round. I don't know if they're short, but they're they're round. Instead of being long and narrow like a river, the Gemara is going to tell us they're they're round. The leaves of the safzufa are round. So, psula, those are possible. Again, <laughs> niktam rosh, if the top is clipped off, or nitro left, the leaves are torn, hatsaftafa, this kind of tree that the leaves are round, psula, all those are possible. Kemusha, if it is wilted, vishanashru miktas aleha, or some of the leaves have fallen off, but less than the majority. Um, so, lo- some of the leaves are, 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 have fallen off, however, the majority of the leaves are still on the arava. Baal, or if it's a a, a rava tree that is shalbal, it grew in a field, meaning arve nachal. i was going to explain this a little bit more. Bal means it was in a field, as opposed to arve nachal. Arve nachal means a, bro- uh, um, a brook of a willow. A willow of a willow of a brook, it's very confusing. Arve the a rava of a nachal of a brook, or a river. So we would think that an arava has to specifically be that it grew by a brook. It grew next to a river. But so the Mishnah is telling us even Shalbal, a Narova tree that did not grow right next to a brook, is also, the Mishnah says, Kesherah. So it does not specifically have to grow um, by a Nahal, by a brook. It could even grow Shalbal, meaning in a regular field, not next to a river, and that would be Kasher as well. Let's continue in the Gemara. It's not the Gemara. We have a price of the test arve nachal the pasuk tells us arve nachal that's what the pasuk describes the arve as an arve nachal as a willows arve means willows of a nachal of a brook of a river so that means the price tells us ha al hanachal. That it grows by a brook, it grows bra- by a river. That's what we're supposed to use for the araba a willow that grows by the brook. another explanation in the bray. So that the word arvinachal means that the leaves Allah, that the leaves of it that the leaves of this arava are mashuch kenachal they are long like a river. Now we know that araba leaves are long and narrow, the way a river or a brook. Um, it's long enough. Tani, have got another b'risa that says, that the words of the Pusk says, So that tells me that you're allowed to use or that you have to use um, willows that grew by a nachal, by a river. That you specifically need to use only the kind of arava that grew by a brook shall balm but shall harden. But if it's an, a willow tree that grew in a regular field, not by a river, or shall harden that grew in the mountains, again not by a river, minayin. How do you know that that, would, that that is acceptable and valid for uh, the arava for the mitzvahs of arvaminim? tamad lomar That's why the pasuk says arve which is plural. Arve is a plural word, willows of a nachal any kind of willow even if it did not grow by a brook is acceptable that's how you know that it doesn't that even though the pasuk says specifically nachal it does point out a brook however by using the plural form of arve nachal tells you that it does not specifically have to be by a nachal it could even be if it grew in the mountains or it grew in a regular field those would be okay as well it seems to be that it's still preferable to use from a brook uh, but, but <clears throat> but you don't have to. Yeah. Um, let's continue on on Lamed Abba Abashol Omer. The Bracha continues quoting Abashol. Arve. The lotion of Arve is Shtayim, Right. It's plural. It's two kinds of of Harava. Two kinds of willows. One is teaching you that you have to take one with the lulav, meaning with the arba minim. And you also have to take one in the beis miktosh, as we know they would do hakafas around the mizbeach. So we do hashanos so they're to that or whatever. they would take the aravos and go around the mizbeach, and that's from the so that's learned out from the arve, because again, pasuk uses the lashon arve nacha, which is a plural term for arava. So the Rabba so is saying, what's the plural yes. arve? What's the plural? Two different kinds of arvevles. One is for arba minim with the lulav, and the second one is for going to the hakafos around the there and the mitzvah mikdash. To which the Gemara says, oh. hold on a second. Ver abbanon le So where do are abbanon? Because, let's just... Okay, one second, before we get to that. The b'raiser gave us two cheetahs. The b'raiser gave us the Rabonam, the Tanakama, and then Abba So the Rabonam and the Tanakama is on the bottom of Hamed Bays. We're told that Arve Nachal means that it does not specifically have to be an Arava that grew by a Nachal, because plural tells us that it could be any kind of Arava. Arve, plural Arve tells us that it does not only have to be by a Nachal, by a brook, it could even be by mountains or, or in a regular field. is acceptable. Abashol says... No, I don't know about that drasha. I have a different drasha for the plural of arve. One kind is what we take in the arve I minim, mean, and the second one was teaching me that you have to take the arve. You have to take the arve in the mikdash around the there. So now the gemara wants to know, ver abbonon mikdash The head of the who used the arve nachal to learn that you can use even arve, that did not by a brook, that they grew in the field, they grew in the mountainside. Um, that's what they do with the arve nachal. How did they know? That there's such a thing as taking our ar- rebels ar- and the Mizbeach to make around the Mizbeach. if they're using Arminachal to learn other things. So, where do they get such a concept of doing of HaKofus and the Mizbeach with the rebels? Ar- so the Gemara says, Hilchasugimir they have a loch of Misham The Rabbana learned <speaking> it as from a loch of The Amr of Asi, Amr of Yochanan of Asi says in the name of Rab Yochanan, the rule of Esenetios, the- the- which I'll explain in a second what Esenetios <speaking in Hebrew> is, 10 plantings, literally means 10 plantings, we'll explain in a minute. Arava, the, the mitzvah of Arava in the Beit Hamikdash, um, going around the Mizbeach, vinisa chamaim, and the mitzvah of nisa HaMayim, which they would do again on Sukkot, they would pour. That was a Sukkot Mizbeach. But we know every every carbon throughout the year had nisachem. They would pour wine on the Mizbeach all year round. On Sukkot, uh, they would pour mayim, nisa HaMayim. So the rule of nisa, the mitzvah of nisa HaMayim is halacha Moshe That's halacha Moshe So again, if asking the of Rabbi Yochanan it points, it brings three specific Allah HaMashem of we Etios explained in a second ten plantings Arova and the and Yisach those are all I saw somewhere cause we know we, we saw previously that Chachitzen and, uh, Mechitzen and what was the third one I'm blanking out for a second thank you Shiurim, Allah obviously there are many Allah but I saw some these were the three that they learned in, at one shot so people would say, "Over, you know, why is Rabbi Asher and Rabbi saying? Apparently, whatever it, a Rashi said, it okay. I know I saw it somewhere. <laughs> Did, oh, right. These, these they learned the kind of one shear. The when they were learning in yeshiva, yeah, these sort of came out in the same group. Then not, not necessarily they're related. How to they learned them together or whatever. That's why they're grouped together. Not any specific reason. Um, okay. What's SNT? So Let's explain sNTS for a minute. Asimetius has to do with Shemitah. So, Shemitah, we're not allowed to work the land of Antisrael once every seven years for the year of Shemitah. There's also halacha, like we know by Shabbos, it also comes up with Shemitah, that for 30 days before Shemitah starts, we're Moses Mechol kodesh We know we start Shabbos a a, a little bit early, to be most of Mechol Ha'al Same thing happens by Shemitah. That for 30 days before Hashanah, when Shemitah starts, you have to start certain restrictions 30 days before Shemitah starts. Um, And one of those is plowing fields. So you don't plow fields 30 days before Shemitah starts. There is an exception to that rule. If you have young trees that need some extra help in order to be able to survive through the Shemitah year, So you're allowed to plow those areas around the trees even within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah up until our Rosh Hashanah. You I mean, you don't have to stop 30 days before for new trees, whether, whatever that's considered. I think I saw it either. Five years or seven years of them being planted. Because whatever the details are, certain new trees, uh, the, the the young trees get this dispensation. You're allowed to plow around them all the way up until Erev Rosh before Shemitah, but it has to meet certain qualifications. It has to be that it's 10 plantings, 10 plantings, within a Beisa, which actually tells us it's 50 50 amos by 50 Amos. You have a 50 by 50 Amos uh, field and if you have if you have 10 plantings, 10, 10 young trees, uh, saplings I think is the word uh, that are scattered around that uh, base saw, uh, that area 50 by 50 Amos evenly. Okay, They're evenly spread around that area. Then you are allowed to plow um, the whole area all the way up until Erev You don't have to stop 30 days before. Again, generally you have to stop plowing 30 days before Shemitah. But if you have 10 Young trees, which again, either I think it's five years or seven years, of different shitas uh, um, that are in this area, fifty by fifty amos. You have ten of them, evenly spread around. Then you're allowed to plow that whole thing. If you have less than ten, then you can't. You can only you can do a certain um, certain area around each tree the are You're allowed to do, but in order to do the whole area, that's the rule of asmatios ten uh 10 saplings within that area of a base saw 50 by 50 almost again so that dispensation that you're allowed to continue to plow all the way up until Rosh shoshana of shemitah that is and that's what being referenced over here so again, don't get bogged down too much by it but you know it's obviously not really our but just to know what we're talking about that's just